What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends, and maybe some new friends? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And I'm so thankful that you decided to join us on this journey as we have been on a journey through the books of First and Second Samuel. We are going through an unlikely series that is rooted in First and Second Samuel here on Thursdays and Sundays. And so we get the opportunity to go through all the verses in First and Second Samuel, or let me say most of the verses in First and Second Samuel. And thank you for joining us. If you're new here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the verse in the text in its entirety. And then I'm going to just highlight some things, give some applicable steps, and encourage you to walk in the ways of our king. And so I'm reading 1 Samuel chapter 14. And guys, it's only four verses today. I know we have been taking a lot of big chunks here as of late just to ensure that we get to it all. But I'm going to be reading chapter 14 of 1 Samuel verses 24 through 28. And then I'm going to read in its entirety, and then I'll kind of give some comments. I'm reading out of the NIV, so if you find yourself reading along and you go, Nick, that didn't exactly say what mine said. I'm probably reading a different translation than you. So here we go. 1 Samuel chapter 14, beginning in verse 24, says this. Now the Israelites were in distress that day because Saul had bound the people under an oath, saying, Cursed be anyone who eats food before evening comes, before I have avenged myself on my enemies. So none of the troops tasted food. The entire army entered the woods and there was honey on the ground. When they went into the woods, they saw the honey oozing out. Yet no one put his hand to his mouth because they feared the oath. But Jonathan had not yet heard that his father had bound the people with the oath. So he reached out the, <coughs> excuse me, the end of the staff and was by his hand and dipped it into the honeycomb. He raised his hand to his mouth and he, his eyes brightened. One of the soldiers told him, Your father bound the army under a strict oath, saying, Curse be anyone who eats food today. This is why the men are faint. Out the gate, there's something very interesting that happens in verse 24. Let's read it again together. Now the Israelites were in distress that day because Saul, who? Saul, of course. Saul had bound the people on their nose, saying, Cursed be anyone who eats food before evening comes, before I have avenged myself on my enemies. So none of the troops tasted food. Notice, notice everybody. Saul didn't seek the Lord. Saul didn't pray. Saul didn't seek wisdom. Saul made a harsh and brash decision on his own, in his own wisdom, which our own wisdom is not wisdom unless it's rooted in God's wisdom. That is not what Saul did. Saul made a vow, really a prideful vow. You guys won't eat until I am avenged. Who's avenged? The name of God? No. The nation of Israel? No. Until I am avenged. A very prideful statement, a very foolish decision. Isn't it interesting that a lot of times those two things go hand in hand, pride and foolishness. We can't see it correctly because the lens is foggy because of our pride. And so he makes this vow, don't eat until I'm avenged. Well, brother, think about this. 
If your army cannot eat food to sustain themselves, how are they going to be able to battle well? Think about that for a second. He said, don't eat, but I want to be avenged. Those two things are not walking in sync. If anything, they're walking in opposition to each other. But yet he can't see it because he wants to be avenged because his pride has fogged up his lens. And so hear me. We have wisdom accessible to us through God's word, through prayer, and through the wisdom of others. Let's use those things that God has given us to pursue wisdom and not to pursue our own foolishness. And then in verses 25 through 20, I guess really through 27, we see that Jonathan didn't hear this and that there is honey everywhere. You might be wondering, why would people call this the land of milk and honey? Because there's a lot of honey around everybody. (laughs) And so uh, it's funny how scripture just interprets scripture. It's called the land of milk and honey because there is a plethora of milk and honey. And so they see honey as they're navigating. And Jonathan innocently takes some of the honey to his lips to sustain himself, to get a little sweetness from the land. And one of the people are like, hey, you can't do that. Your dad said that we should not taste of any food until he is avenged. Yet again, exposing the foolishness of Saul. And here's also something very interesting. Saul didn't allow his people to partake in the blessings that God had given them. Let me say it again. Saul did not allow the people to partake in the blessing that God had given them. God had secured a land, the promised land for them, that was flowing with milk and honey. And they could not partake in the blessings of God because Saul's pride gets in the way. Isn't it interesting that pride builds an obstacles for from us to enjoy the goodness of God? We get in the way. Our pride gets in the way from what God has for us. And we see this so vividly in this text. And you might have just thought, man, these are not that important verses, but it reveals a lot about Saul and it reveals a lot about God. God wants what is best. He wants to offer life to the full, but we get in our own way and we create obstacles from attaining and getting what God has in store for us. And look, look at this. It says about Jonathan towards the end of verse 27. He raised his hand to his mouth and his eyes brightened. Notice that the blessings of God caused him to be enlightened, to be nourished, and to be encouraged. His eyes brightened. He was no longer weary. He was no longer be down because he had tasted and seen the goodness and the blessings of God. And so you look at this and go, man, God's way truly is better. God's ways truly are higher And let me just say for us today, God's ways are better and God's ways are higher. It is hard for us to know the wisdom of God if we're not going to the source of wisdom, reading God's word, praying and sitting in front of the king and listening to the wisdom of others who are full of the Holy Spirit, whom God has called to walk alongside of us. Do not do this alone. Do not make decisions in isolation. Do not battle by yourself. We have been invited to do this together with the king before us and our people and God's people alongside of us. So take full advantage of what God has given us and let us not be a foolish people, but let us be a people who are encouraged and enlightened through the word of God and the people of God and by sitting in front of the King of Kings. And so I hope that you will live differently today, that you will not try to operate in your own wisdom, but that you will seek the wisdom of a king that is readily available and attainable and accessible for you. So go live different, everybody. Be be 
Let your eyes be brightened by the goodness of our King. Love you guys. See you later. And we will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.